follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life, says the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also will my servant be. The Father will honor whoever serves me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Whoever serves me must follow me. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, there also will my servant be. And where I am, there also will my servant be. Where Jesus is, he wants his servants to be there. And whoever serves him must follow him. Where is Jesus? Is Jesus in your home? Because you are there. Yeah? Wherever Jesus is, you are supposed to be there. Is Jesus in your office, your workplace? Is Jesus in your family? Is he in your relationships? Is he in your conversations? Is he in everything I do? He says... But if it dies, it produces much fruit. What are the signs of the presence of Jesus? What are the signs of the presence of Jesus? Where I am, there will my servant also be. The prayer of St. Francis. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. So in the first place, where Jesus is, there is peace. Where Jesus is, there is no hatred. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where Jesus is, there is no conflict. In quotation marks. True conflict. Where Jesus is, sometimes there will be conflict. But in that conflict, because of his presence, there is peace. You remember he says, I've come not to bring peace, but a sword. <laughs> Jesus says that. I've come not to bring peace, but a sword. Where there is Jesus, there is no doubt. There is faith. 
Where there is Jesus, there is no despair. On the contrary, there is hope. Where there is Jesus, there is no darkness, there is light. And that is what the gospel acclamation says. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but in light. So where Jesus is, there is light. Where Jesus is, there is no sadness, there is joy. Why? Where Jesus is, there is his presence. And in his presence, there is fullness of joy. Psalm 16, 11. Where Jesus is, there is joy. Joy is not the same as happiness. Joy is the fruit of the spirit. Happiness is based on things around us. And sometimes things around us may not be pleasant. But where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is joy. Where the presence of God is, there is joy. Where there is sadness, joy. Where I am, I want my servant to be also. And the signs that Jesus is there is proven in Galatians 5 verse 22, based on this prayer. Galatians 5.22 says, But the Spirit produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, and self-control. There is no law against such things as these. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have put to death their human nature with all his passions and desires. The Spirit has given us life. He must also control our lives. We must not be proud or irritate one another or be jealous of one another. So where Jesus is, there is no gossip. There is no backbiting. There is no negative happenings. No. Where Jesus is, his fruit abounds. His presence is accompanied or is manifested by the fruit of the Spirit. And he says, where I am, there must my servant also be, because I want my servant to be with me. He who follows me, he who serves me, must follow me. When you are following somebody, it suggests that you are imitating the person. In fact, that is the import of what Jesus meant. In Matthew 4, he calls the disciples, follow me. That's the message, follow me. In Matthew 9, he calls Peter, uh, uh, Matthew, follow me. He calls Peter, Matthew, and Co. and says, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, imitate me, follow my example. So to follow Jesus is to imitate him. And he makes it very clear, whoever serves me must follow me. Our call is to follow Jesus. And if you are following him, it's a call to be like him. You know, in, the same, in Matthew 11 verse 29 says, I am meek, learn from me, for I am meek and humble in heart. Follow me and learn from me. Come to me and learn from me. Come to me in the word of God. Come to me in the Eucharist. For where I am, there also will be my servant. Where he is, he is in the Eucharist. So we must be at adoration. Where I am, 
He is in his word. We must be found always meditating on the word of God. Where I am, there my servant will also be. Where I am, there also will my servant be. And whoever serves me must follow me. How do we serve Jesus? We serve Jesus by serving our colleague human beings, our fellow human beings. We serve Jesus by serving man. And he says we should not do that grudgingly or out of compulsion in the second reading. We should do that service. We should serve him out of joy because God loves a cheerful giver. We must give God our resources, our time, our energy. Whatever he has given us, we are supposed to give it back to him. Through people, we serve God by serving man. When we serve man, we are serving God. And that is why when we go home, assignment for each one of us, let us read Matthew 25. Whatever you do to the least of my brothers, you do to me. To serve God is to serve man. And that is our calling. Whoever serves me must follow me. We must follow his example. How did Jesus treat man? How did Jesus relate with man? That is how he wants us to relate with one another. And that is what it means to follow him. And that is what it means to walk in the light, not in the darkness. Contrary to this is to walk in darkness. And in darkness, there is ignorance, there is frustration, there is misery, there is sorrow. But he says, whoever follows me will walk in light. And the presence of God, God who is light, there is peace, there is joy. And these are what God is calling us to experience. And as we experience that, we share that also with others. That is our calling. That is what it means to be a Christian, a follower of Jesus, an imitator of Jesus Christ. And that is our calling. And so he says, whoever serves me must follow me. Then my father will honor whoever serves me. But how should we serve him? Serve him not out of compulsion, not grudgingly. Psalm 100 verse 2, serve the Lord with joy, serve the Lord with gladness. And that is why it's a contradiction to see Christians sad, Pope John the 23rd. It's a contradiction to see a Christian gloomy. No, we are supposed to give hope. You cannot give what you don't have. We are carriers of hope. We are supposed to give peace. We cannot give peace if you don't have it. But the Prince of Peace, the one we are following, Jesus, gives us this peace and that is our lot so it's a contradiction for a christian to be gloomy to be doubtful we are supposed to be full of faith and peace and joy and the same way we give that out the father will honor whoever serves me how will god honor us he will honor us by giving us eternal life but in that package of eternal life it, be, it begins right here on earth. It begins here right here on earth. Eternal life is a package. It embodies peace. In fact, it embodies Jesus himself. And he is peace. He is joy. Peace unlike the world gives. Peace is not the absence of trouble or confusion, but the presence of God. And so, where I am, there also will my servant be. The presence of Jesus embodies eternal life where I am. So wherever he is, his presence is there. 
And if we are following him, we will experience his presence. Where I am, there will my servant be. And that is what it means to be a man who fears the Lord in the responsibility of Psalm. Blessed or happy is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commands. What are the commands of God? The one who fears the Lord is to hate evil, is to delight in the commands of God. And his commands are that we produce the fruit of the Spirit. Is Jesus in my heart? Is he in my home? Is he in my workplace? If he is there, the fruit of the Spirit must be manifest. Peace, joy, love, self-control, long-suffering, kindness, goodness. And these are what we are, we are called to sow bountifully, to sow bountifully and cheerfully because God loves a cheerful giver. Let us give God our time. Let us give God our resources. Let us give God whatever he has given us. And we do that by giving to man. We serve God by serving man. We pray for this grace that that same spirit of Jesus that was in St. Lawrence will be in us also. That we also will be able to die to ourselves. That is what it means to hate our lives. To love ourselves less. To love Jesus above all. That we, like St. Lawrence, will do the same. And wherever we find ourselves, the presence of Jesus will be embodied, will be present there. Where there is hatred, our presence should show so love. Where there is confusion, our presence should bring calm and peace. Where there is backbiting and gossip, our presence should cancel that. All those things are darkness, and we are light. And once we arrive, any element of darkness should vanish. If people are gossiping and backbiting and saying irrit irritable things, and you arrive as a Christian as light, and they are still comfortable talking, then it means, or you are even contributing, it means we are also walking in darkness and not light. But our mere presence should make people uncomfortable to do evil. Our presence alone, just as darkness cannot stand the presence of light, and you and I are the light, we are following the light of life, that is Jesus. Our presence should make people uncomfortable to do evil. Our presence should bring light to wherever there is darkness. We pray for these graces in this mass. Amen. Amen. May we rise and present some intentions to the Lord.